Fellow planters, which is the best kind of gangster, but with plants. <laughs> Absolutely. Planters. I'm going to get a tattoo. Planster, Planster life. Nice. Forever. Nice. There you go. <laughs> I'm Chris. Welcome to episode 14 of Fancy Plants Podcast. We are, of course, here with our usual crew. We have Sue. Hello. And Amanda. Hi. Hi, ladies. Um, awesome to be back in the studio again. We're going to talk about some cool stuff today. But first, let's, um, you know what? I'm going to introduce our plant friends first because I tend to forget and I can see it right in front of me like do this. Might as well have a sticky on my computer. Uh, so we have some plant friends today. We have a, okay, I had a question about this because I was in the plant store and they had some white fusion calathea. Is that the same as a fusion white? Or it was like, it was called the opposite. Like it was called a fusion white instead of a white fusion or whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. I've never seen it like that. What's the Latin name? Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know how Amanda doesn't like those, those common names. So they look like a white fusion, but the leaves are quite small and I just wasn't sure. Oh yeah. On the tag, it says fusion white. So I wasn't sure if that was like a tricksy way of renaming the plant so that you think it's a white fusion but it's a fusion white oh it's possible yeah like that's i don't know i'm suspicious now <laughs> i i'm suspicious of common names all the time <laughs> so anyway it is cute it's got little leaves and it's got the beautiful um white stripes on it it looks nice it's just the leaves are tiny so i wasn't sure if there was a difference so if anyone out there knows yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, let I'm us know. Definitely not a clay. I'm automatically, you know, going Socialist. back to leaf size is dependent on light. That's so, very true. And uh, yeah. I when I was in the store purchasing this particular plant, they also had six foot calatheas. I'm not kidding. Like Which is crazy. I know. I I, I think I stood there in awe for about three minutes just and I was with my friend who's who likes plants. Um she's not a like a uh what did, what did I call us? A plantster. She's not a planster like we are, but uh, she does. So I was and she's like, what, what is that? I'm like, I've never seen this before. And I don't, if you run into, a, you know, your plant store and you run into something you've never seen before, you tend to kind of drop your jaw and stare in awe. Oogle it a little bit. Yep. Totally. And they were everywhere. And I was just like, how can I get that home? But I couldn't. So that's fine. Did you pet them? Uh, I, you know what? I didn't even think about it because I was just in such shock. That's oh, my first gotta... instinct is I always reach out and touch them. I couldn't even reach the leaf. Yeah. I reach out and touch <laughs> plants. I already touched one of Chris's plants that she got while she was at that plant store and it was hairy underneath and I was kind of creeped out. I should have warned you. Out. I, I got here. Sue was already making a face it's going, true. don't touch it. <laughs> it's icky. We have another Calathea here, Orbifolia. Uh, got that a few weeks ago and I am... As I mentioned before, trying to grow a Calathea collection. So I have a humidifier ready to go. I actually have um, a plumber coming to install a furnace on, or not a furnace, because we have a furnace, to <laughs> install a humidifier on our furnace because I, I got to protect my Calathea now, you guys. Like, gotta, Yeah. You know. Uh, so we got that a couple weeks ago. And then also I, there is a philodendron Brazil down here. Um, I had one before I gave it away and I realized I missed it. I That's always, fair. I've done that. Yeah. I call it seller's remorse. You're like, oh, I guess I got rid of that and I wish I didn't. I gave it away at a plant meetup and it's actually Sean who has it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I think he still has it. I'm pretty I think sure Sean has a lot of plants from us. Yeah. yeah. Or parts of plants He from did us. mention that he doesn't like to give away the plants that people give to him, which I thought was really nice, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are our plant friends. Now, what's, what's going on with you ladies? How has uh, been the last week? It's been cold. Yeah, it's been chilly. I am really fighting turning on the furnace. I really don't like to till October. But I think the way the weather is today, I would be shocked if I was able to make it through the week without turning my furnace on. I still have my window open to crack. I leave it open until the snow flies. My husband and I fight about that all the time. I want it open. He's allowed Ayers. to be wrong. <laughs> the air is so nice. Like It smells so good outside, though. And that, that kind of crispiness is... 
there is something comforting about it. Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. smell good. Yeah. Everything's changed really fast. Leaves are falling on the ground. I already pulled all, I pulled all the stuff that isn't growing anymore. I pulled that. So in my plant pots in my back, on my back patio, I pulled everything out except for the grass that grows, like the Dracenia grass that grows in the middle because it still looks good. So I was like, well, I'm going to leave that. So now my pots just have this like one piece of grass growing in them. And I chopped down anything. The last that was, remnants of summer. Yeah. I chopped down anything that was touched by frost already because I think we had some. So I, I chopped that down to the, down kind of to the base and clean up the yard so that I have less to do next week and the week after. And in spring. And in spring. Yeah. Future Sue is thanking me now. <laughs> <laughs> Future Sue appreciates you. Oh boy, I'm doing a lot of rhyming today, you guys. I'm so sorry. That's, that's the plant stir in you. Really You're going to start spitting out a rap right away. <laughs> oh, please don't. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. It, it could happen. We have been pulling on roofs at work like crazy. So uh, we, we replace the clear plastic on a lot of the roofs every year. So we've been trying to do our range facility and... It's been a challenge. There, There's bumps and bruises and everything hurts. Uh, only from the top down, though. So that's all right. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think my baby toe is still fine. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Now you're going to stub it on a nail. Oh, probably. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've been really busy at work trying to prep for the fall and the season change and that sort of stuff. Kind of doing the dance between do we put a roof on it now or do we frost protect it? So... That's always fun, but my orchids are starting to bloom at home. Ooh. So that's kind of exciting. I came home the other day and I found a whole bunch of new blooms. So that is exciting. Yeah, so it's pretty. good. That is very exciting. I, uh, orchids to me are just a mystery. A mystery. They're so beautiful, but they, they're a little extra care. They're so extra. Yeah, well, they're extra. <laughs> see, and you know, like everybody's like, that's a slippery slope that, you know, like this, oh, orchids? Not even a slippery slope. It's just like you're walking along one day and then you just throw yourself off a cliff. You're like, I'm going in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. When I was in Edmonton, we were at uh, at a, one of the greenhouses and they had all their orchids out and there were some really cool ones. And I was so tempted to bring some home, but I was just like, do I want to bring them home and then not come to the dark them? side? That's I how know. I feel about cactus. I feel like if I start, I won't stop. And I don't No, No, Chris. Bad. Come to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. Cactus. Cactus is easy, though. Like, you, you no, water it totally. once in the blue moon. Totally. And you're like, eh, got lots of light. You're good. But orchids are a little bit more finicky. See, I found a, a, a new supplier for orchids the other day because I, you know, do a lot of hunting online. It's kind of my thing. And Especially at night. Yeah, I messaged a friend of mine. It was like, well, if I'm going down in a flaming ball of orchid glory, you're coming with me. So Now, whoever yeah. thought you would ever say a flaming ball of orchid glory? <laughs> <laughs> I, <if laughs> but now I feel like I need to join in on this flaming ball of orchid glory. <laughs> I'm just going to look at the pictures. And if I ever get into the plant panic room, maybe I'll have a look. Do you know the code? It changes hey, frequently. Can it's I biometric. Can I please come into your plant room? <laughs> Fine. See, that's the code. See, uh, <laughs> as, as soon as I get it moved and set up, because right now I am one legitimately 100% out of space. My kitchen counter has now become the new quarantine zone. My husband hasn't said anything, but when he was trying to cook breakfast the other day, he's just moving plants out of the way. I was just like, I'm sorry. So I, you would have <laughs> noticed when you were upstairs, but I have the same thing going on. Oh, yeah. It's just, this is where they, they come right now. Accumulating. I don't, I don't know. know. Plant accumulators. Kitchen islands are just great for that because yeah. I do the same thing. Sure. I'd like to say I have a kitchen island, but I unpacked a box of orchids the other day and uh, they just all landed on the counter and on the stovetop. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't need to cook tonight. It's fine. Yeah. Order in. Whatever. Delivery. Yeah. Why'd you order in? I got plants taking up the counter. <laughs> Couldn't cut up the veggies. I can't possibly use my kitchen. Yeah. Well, at least you guys live in a city where you can order in. I'm in a small town. I can't even order in. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. To... It's like cereal for supper. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want it hot, put it in the microwave. Exactly. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just licked my microphone. <laughs> don't, don't do that, you guys. It's, it's not pleasant. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, just a small update for you listeners. I <laughs> I bought a fancy coffee machine and we've all been partaking. So I think we're extra caffeinated for this episode. Yeah, Yay. I can I can feel it in my heart, but it thing. tastes so good. It's a good thing. I can feel the caffeine go through my veins and I'm loving it. <laughs> um, uh, well, even though it's almost the end of September, um, I think that you guys are the same. I'm seeing some new growth on my plants, which kind of blew my mind a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I think it's because we had like, at the end of August, we had some hot weather and it was very humid. And then a few weeks ago, we had like three pretty nice days. Thank you for those three nice days, Mother Nature. Oh, wait. No, Mother Nature, I love you. Don't be mad. Be mad at me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take it back. I didn't mean it. But like if she wanted to send us like three more and then three more, I'd be okay with it. But I think the plants were like, ooh, I love this. And then they started to grow. We got some growth. Yeah. I like For my uh, Hoya David's green cup hasn't done a thing in like 18 months and all of a sudden I looked at it two new leaves nice amazing and plus it also has like a little um more stem growth as well and same with the uh my one of my favorites the Hoya Motosky I have it in my bedroom because when it was blooming I was like oh you get a special place in my life so you get to sit on the coffee table in my bedroom and we don't always open the curtains in there. And yet, for some reason, it's bitten out two new leaves. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to go with this because I I kind of ne- I felt like I was neglecting it. But clearly, it's happy. Yeah. No, um, some things I think are just totally fine with a little bit of a filtered light. I open my window every day. If I don't open my window every day, then my house feels really dark. So I have to open it every day. But I have, yeah, I have a lot of new growth coming on my... Um, my Swiss cheese plant is uh, Adisoni is Adisoni I is uh, <laughs> is growing like crazy right now. I have it in my bathroom. There's an east window and it's kind of against my mirror. But I was a little freaked out because I was like, "What is all these little white dots?" And they're like stark white and kind of shiny, and they rub off. But when they rub off, they kind of make a streak. And I was like, "It's all over." So I clean the leaf. A little while later, I noticed them again, and I was like, "What is that?" But it's because we brush our teeth right beside oh, it. Toothpaste splatter. <laughs> our toothpaste splatters get on it. It took me a while to figure it out. And I was like ready to be like, what is like, I've never seen anything like this. And it's like some kind of slimy, like I thought maybe it was like bug poop or something, but it's like stark white. But yeah, turns out it's just toothpaste. I have no idea how toothpaste splatter can get everywhere in a bathroom. Like you're like yeah. wiping that stuff off the ceiling. You're going, how the hell yeah. did that even <laughs> Throw kids in that mix. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. That and shaving cream. I don't know about your guys' husband, but like shaving cream everywhere. It's whiskers in everywhere. Right. So we were cleaning the bathroom that one time. And uh, <laughs> that one time. <laughs> We've I, all done it that one time. I've since hired a housekeeper friends and thank goodness. But anyway, so we open up this drawer where he keeps his shaver and I looked in there, I was like, Oh, it was like there were so many whiskers in there, it was awful. And I was like, dude. So he vacuumed it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which was I thought was nice. Of him. I'm pretty lucky because my husband doesn't shave very much because he's got like the big old ZZ top beard going on. But when he does like kind of clean up the edges, he does it in the shower. So it stays in the shower. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it stays in the shower. So I don't really have that too much. But my teenage boys, you go down into theirs. And I'm like, what did you do? You guys like pace in the bathroom? Like it's a tiny <laughs> little bathroom. Will you shave? Because it's like from one end to the other. And they don't have very much. Like it doesn't grow thick. They can't grow a mustache or a beard yet. I call them uh, Peppa Pig because it's just like five whiskers here and three over there. And so they get it everywhere. And they don't clean that bathroom. So it's like months of it probably piled up in there. Do they blow dry their hair? Yes. Yeah. My one son does. And he comes to my ba- my bedroom and uses my blow Oh, I was going to say dryer. maybe the blow dryer is spreading all those whiskers no. around. He comes up to my room and uses my blow dryer. I hope these boys never listen to this because we're like totally throwing them under the whisker Oh no, I bus. hope they listen. And then they're like, oh, I better clean shame. up my act. It's a shame. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, my is has new growth. So many of them. Like I, I'm just, even the big giant philodendron, oh, green Congo, I think it is, bitten out new leaves. And they're so pretty. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I love them. It's That plant is huge. I don't even know. And I saw a lot of huge plants while I was plant shopping the other day. And I was like, oh, I want that one and that one. But I have nowhere to put them. So 
Yeah, I'm, I'm legitimately out of space. I've got a ton of new blooms, though. I've got Hoyas blooming for the first time for me, and it's, it's really exciting. Uh, my Lohiri, which I've been trying to get to bloom for the last three years, is finally in bloom. So I, I'm loving Yay. that, and they last forever. And then my Pan Choi is covered in buds and starting to bloom. Rangsan is blooming. It's, it's really nice, actually. My Rangsan is very sad in my office. Very sad. <laughs> I should I bring it home. I don't have anything new blooming, but like my um, DS70, I'm just going to call it it. And uh, my Nabawan Anisis, they've been like blooming all summer and like crazy in my Eskimo. But nothing new. I got some peduncles and then they just kind of stopped. So it makes me sad. But I have a feeling come winter when we get the heat on in the house and mm. I think they'll start. You'd be a bit happier. I think I have like seven or eight that are in bloom right now. So nice. Uh, my only Hoya that's blooming right now is the DS70 or Billabata or whatever it's called now. But it it's constant. Like it yeah. hardly ever doesn't have a bloom on it, which is awesome. Except for it's very drippy. It's very it drippy. For those and tiny little flowers, like you wouldn't think. Yeah, they make a mess. They, the plant underneath mine, because mine kind of hangs over the edge of the shelf. The plant underneath it has all these like sticky, shiny spots on it that I have to keep wiping up because it drips onto that plant. And it smells good like at first, like the first day or so. I'm like, oh, you guys smell good. But then after that, I, they kind of smell like old Starbucks cups. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. The other one that's surprisingly messy is Wyetii. Yeah. Like I be sitting in my living room I'm like, why does it sound like it's raining in here? Seriously? Oh, yeah. Start looking around for a water lake. And no, Wyetti's just decided that it's going to drop all of its nectar at once. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Love it. Carry eye is bad for that, too. I remember I had to clean up my floor once. I was like, whoa, good thing we have like a good floor that won't stain. Mine's never bloomed. Like, I don't even have a peduncle on mine. They're slow growers. So slow. I actually got a new leaf on it, but it's all gimpy and weird. I was just going to say, every time I get a new leaf, it comes out and it looks gimpy and weird. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just looks like the rest of the leaves. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just come out that way. They're just oh, kind of... Oh, is that your carry eye? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a caterpillar then... into a butterfly. Yeah. They're always a little bit, like, you're thinking, should I trim that off? Because it looks just wrong. <laughs> but then it, it works itself out. I have a couple of Hoyas that will not grow. Um, the Penny's Treat. Absolutely not. I think it needs more humidity. And also the Joy Splash. I have a Joy Splash, and it hasn't done a thing. But they are in my office, so I might just bring them home and yeah, put them in my bathroom or something, see if that works. I always find that I have Hoyas that don't do anything for a long time, and then you kind of don't care about them because they're not growing. You're like, whatever. And then one day you look at them, and you're like, holy, look at all this new growth. Yeah. Like, they, maybe they wait till you're not looking, or they're probably just filling out in their pot nicely. True. I, d- I did that with my chicken farm. It's sitting on the, uh, the shelf of, I'm probably going to sell you. I, I have a... a- I'm probably going to sell you a location. <laughs> I'm just picturing like different shelves where you're like moving them along or they're going back in the queue and you're, Oh yeah. They're I, all sitting there, their knees knocking like, yeah. Oh, where are you? Oh, I, just I have, be on the yeah. sell shelf. <laughs> exactly. I have a last chance shelf. I do. I really do. And I walked past it the other day and I'm like, what? Chicken farm is in full bloom. I'm like, well, okay, you and your six-leaf glory. All right, fine. <laughs> we just, we voted farm? you can stay on the island one more night. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a rose, damn it. Chicken Farm is the best name. Right? It, it is. is a great Hoya name. And that's legitimately the only reason why I ordered it. I was like, okay, I need to have that name. <laughs> and when it gets new leaves, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> when it gets new leaves they're, they're kind of ugly they're really ugly <laughs> the flowers are kind of ugly too but they're so ugly they're cute yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly and it just the new leaves just look yeah like they're they're kind of wonky looking and you're like are you a leaf what are you and it's just trying and trying and it takes forever for it to kind of looks like lettuce past its best before date and you're uh sitting in your fridge it's <laughs> not good thick lettuce oh. yeah it's not good and it's got like the shooting star flower which I actually don't like. I don't. I've never liked that. Doesn't it? That's what the pictures I'm looking at have like the, the color. Uh, sorry, I don't know flower names. The color part is like backwards. Reflexed. They're reflexed. Re- reflexed. Yeah. Noted. 
I've never been a fan of those. I don't know why. And but they're kind of like chicken colors. Yeah, they're totally chicken colors. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to name a Hoya because I'd like to give it a fun name like Chicken Farm. Well, one of us is going to have to win the lottery and we're going to go traipsing through like, I don't know, Borneo or something. Yeah, that sounds We'll good. find a Hoya. I could be convinced. I think we should still we'll do call Chris's uh, flower smashing and try and make a Hoya that we way. That. <laughs> we'll call it uh, Fancy Plants Podcast DI. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Any more new growth you ladies experiencing? Um, well, my Kevin, my super long one's probably way past 30 feet now. Wow. I had to put up new hooks yesterday to hook him hook him up so that he's not going in between the cupboards and everything because I just have him spread out along that wall and on top of the cupboards. But yeah, I had to put put new hooks up cuz he's growing like crazy. He still hasn't learned to cook though, I bet. No, I'm trying. Yeah. I think he needs to earn his keep. He does. <laughs> but he keeps me company. I talk to him. But I'm in the kitchen all alone because I talk to my plants because I'm crazy like that. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of a little bit off the wall, we're doing getting back to our roots of our first ever episode. And we have roots. chosen. <laughs> oh, roots. Yeah. And thank you. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> um, getting back to our roots. We're just we kind of picked a random plant quiz. Um, that we're going to go through. We had a lot of fun doing that in our first episode. And so we kind of looked some up. We didn't really look too deeply into the questions just because we wanted to have some fun with them. So we chose one and it is called test your indoor plant knowledge with our quiz. And we will post that link online for you. Um, so there's 10, 10 questions. questions. Perfect. One of them is based on a picture, so we'll try to describe that as much as we can. And then, um, I don't know, the answer is kind of obvious, I think, but maybe not for everybody. So we'll uh, we'll just get started on that. You guys ready? I'm Always. ready. Yep. Yeah, ready. All right. Number one. Question number one. Indoor plants quiz. The hardy devil's ivy is one of the most ubiquitous indoor plants in Australia. Shout out to Australia right now. Courtesy of its attractive white and green leaves and trailing vines. If you watered it every second day and left it on a sunny windowsill, what can you expect to happen? Now, of course, the devil's ivy is a golden pothos. Absolutely, yep. So if you're not familiar with that, with the devil's ivy term. Uh, so there's four choices uh, for the multiple choice part of this question. So number, number A, no, letter A. <laughs> Letter A, it will thrive. The more water and sun, the better for this one. Choice B, it will produce darker green leaves. Choice C, it'll struggle. Shade and just watering when soil is dry is fine. Or D, it's likely to produce stronger vines. So this is a fairly common plant. Absolutely. I, I'm going with C on this one. I'm going to say it'll struggle. I'm saying that too. And uh, shade and watering is enough. But when it's shade, that doesn't mean dark, <laughs> right? Just don't want anybody out there to be like, oh, yeah, I can see I can grow it in Put my it in bathroom. My, in my windowless bathroom. Don't do that. Yeah, that's true. So this plant, of course, is a pothos. It's got the thinner leaf. Um, my mom has had one on top of her microwave for as long as I can remember. It sits back quite far away from a north facing window. <laughs> it doesn't get that much sunlight at all. And it is it does great. So. I think that um, I would also say C, and I just want to address B, it'll produce darker green leaves. It absolutely uh, will if it's in the right conditions. If it's getting a little bit more light, you should see more of that like yellowish. Absolutely. It'll, it'll, there'll be more variegation with more light. Yeah. Yeah. So you, this one's really interesting because you can kind of choose how much variegation it has based on where it is in your house. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then as for it's likely to produce stronger vines. Is that actually a thing you can control with anything like fertilizer or watering or? To a degree, yes. Yeah. If it's in ideal conditions, like we've all seen pothos when we go on vacation to nice warm places yes. where it's climbing up a tree and got vines, you know, the size of your thumb. And the and leaves are like as big as you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it is possible to grow thicker, sturdier vines at home. You'll find if it's not getting enough light, the vines will get uh, quite thin and you'll have a really long leaf node as well. That yeah, makes I find sense. they get flexible too. Yeah. 
like if you pick up, you know, the stem halfway in the middle, it, it'll just kind of like like spaghetti, cooked okay. spaghetti. Good to know. Uh, so pothos lovers out there, some tips for you. I'm also saying, see, it'll struggle uh, shade and watering when the soil is dry is fine. And for me, the proof of that is my mother's pothos that sits on top of her microwave with practically no light. And she kind of waters it when she kind of remembers. And C is, of course, the right answer. I actually just bought a golden pothos because it was one that I didn't have. And it has yellow in it. And I'm not a big fan of yellow on plants um, because it kind of sometimes makes them look like they're not doing so healthy and good. But I'm kind of loving it. I'm kind of enjoying it a lot more. So I had to add it because it was one of the pothos I didn't have. Yeah, much more common, but it seems like however you treat it is how it'll turn out. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with the common plant. No, not at all. No, absolutely. They're beautiful when they're, when they're especially when they're nice and full. Okay, moving on to number two. <laughs> Uh-oh, the tips and edges of your favorite plant are turning brown. What's a possible cause? A, it's got a fungal infection. B, it's too cold. C, it's been over-fertilized. Or D, it's not getting the right amount of water. What's a possible cause? I think this is a tricky question because it could be more than one. I agree. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at this and I'm getting a little twitchy. I'm like, it's all four. (laughs) Um, But for the sake of this particular quiz, I'm going to go with D. It's not getting the right light or amount of water. I was going to go with D as well. Um, A lot of times brown tips means a watering issue. Yeah. It is true, though, that I think any one of these things could be a symptom or could be a cause of that symptom. Yeah. The only one that's like maybe not would be the over fertilized. But even at that, trust me, it's possible. So what would normally happen with an over fertilization? Uh, it depends on what you over-fertilized it with. Did you guys click on D? I haven't clicked on anything I yet. I haven't because... clicked on it yet. Oh, we'll go click on it and then see what it says. Oh, we are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't clicked on anything. And now I want to not... argue. Like, who do I call? <laughs> uh so I just want to, I do want to ask again about the over-fertilization. So if I over-fertilize with my normal day-to-day fertilizer, does it just like kill the roots? Uh, it can. If it's um, really high in the wrong kind of nitrogen, you can burn roots. Hmm. If it's just really high overall, you're going to damage leaves and roots. Um, there, there's a number of things, but yeah, you can, especially if you uh, over-fertilize a dry plant. Mm, if your plant's mm-hmm. wilted and you're like, oh my God, water and fertilizer. No, it's... Great point. Th- things are going to go south in a real big hurry. So don't... For- and we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Don't fertilize a dry, dry plant. Okay, so you guys have chosen D. Yeah. And it says, nah, that's likely to turn leaves yellow. Brown edges are likely if... You have recently fertilized your plant and applied too much. You've so- used softened water, which is often high in sodium or potassium. That's a big one. Yeah. And like, that's what I mean. Like a watering issue. Like it could be all of them. But so that's like a tricky because it says not getting the right amount of water, but it could be a watering issue altogether. And then the last ones, the air is too dry. Remember many indoor plants are originally from rainforest, so you have to adapt um, to high levels of humidity. Without this, they can wither and brown and even have roots, or, or even when the roots have adequate moisture. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this in here as well. Uh, if you've got really soft water, uh, even if your plant is getting enough water, that salt, it's the equivalent of you trying to stay hydrated by drinking ocean water. It just won't work. Sounds delish. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the salt's just going (laughs) to suck it right out of you. Yeah, good point. So C was the correct answer. It's been over-fertilized. Yeah. Yeah, kind of shocked me. All right. So, although there are other reasons for, you know, edges of your leaves turning brown, that that seems, well, as Sue mentioned, it does seem... um, I don't like like that question. Amanda doesn't like it. 
Like I said, I want to I want to <laughs> talk to who made this quiz. Argue. You were only on question two. We're already ready for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Next question is question three because three comes after two. Native to tropical rainforests in South and Central America, this indoor plant is popular with beginners and office workers. What's it commonly known as? And there's a photo of it. So there's a photo of its flower. It is a white flower, um, and the flower part looks is the same shape as a leaf, and then it has a little sticky eddy part with spikies. Amanda, what are those things called? Uh, pardon? What The you sticky eddy part? Yeah. The part that looks like corn on the cob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are your your female flower parts. Stolen and stamen. Stolen? Yeah. I could make a lot of jokes, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, There'll be a codex in there as well. <laughs> All the flower parts are there. Yeah, flower parts just sound dirty. You can't say flower parts without sounding dirty. It's great. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Yep. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I could go. I'm. No, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm having an internal conflict right now. We can tell. <laughs> How far do you take this, Chris? Uh, I'm going to take it to the answers to the question, which are kind of funny. This first one is funny. A is the flag of surrender. Gosh, I need those some days. <laughs> well, it is a white flower, so I mean, I guess it's I could see it. Kind of looks like a flag. Yeah, of surrender. Uh, B is the bridal rose, and have you ever even heard of those two things? Are yeah. they actually things? Uh, I'm sure there's things somewhere, but I don't know that they necessarily pertain to this uh, photo. Well, like the flag of surrender, like when people would surrender, they no, would wave I, a I white mean, flag. I understand what it is, but is has that ever been applied to a plant? Yeah. I don't think so. I've never heard of any of these except oh, for the I, one that it is. Like, I'm sure that it's probably been applied to a plant at some point or another because common names are are those things that can be anywhere, right? Like, That's true. And also, like, they can be part of a geographic area that... Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, could, you could call dandelions fuzzy buttons and nobody can actually argue with you. And this quiz comes from Australia, so maybe exactly. that's something that... Yep. Yeah. Uh, C is the Amazonian tulip, and D, the peace lily. And if we've done a decent job of describing this flower, which I haven't, uh, <laughs> then you might already kind of know the answer. And I think we all know the answer because we can see the picture. Yeah, we're we're going with D, peace lily. Oh, yeah, 100%. So I'm going to tell a mom story again because she had one by her fireplace. Your poor mom. I know. <laughs> Well, what I try to tell her, so she had one by her fireplace, but then she, they kept lighting the fire. And I was like, Mom, you have to move that plant. You have to move your peace lily because it's, it's like getting burnt. She's like, no, it's okay. No, it died. All crispy <laughs> on one side. <laughs> Did it die or cook? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little column A, little column B. Uh, Amanda, do you want to read the answer? Uh, yes. You know your peace lilies from your totally made up. Amazonian tulip, the peace lily, uh, spathophyllum is a peace lily. Uh, most people just call them spaths. It's just easier. Um, has become an office favorite because of its hardiness in the face of air conditioning, heating, low light, and neglect. It's high on the list of air cleaning plants. However, it is also on the list of toxic plants. So keep them out of reach of pets and toddlers. They're drama queens. I'm sorry. They're. Yeah, I was just going to say, has this person actually owned them? But it might be different in Australia to own one versus here. I, you know, I think it's probably a worldwide thing, though. Your piece Lily thinks that it might need a drink tomorrow and it's flat. Yeah. And then it re bounces back when you... They do bounce yeah. back really, really well. I've never yeah. had one, so I don't, I don't know. I used to use, uh, when I first started out at Plants, I had a piece Lily. And that's how I knew it was time to water everything else is the peace lily was on the shelf. And when it went flat, everything needed water. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like your indicator. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you don't need a calendar reminder. You just need a peace lily. Yeah. Uh, provided you put it somewhere where you actually see it. My aunt has one for as long as I can remember. And it's probably in a 14 inch pot and it probably stands close to four feet tall. It is huge. She's had it forever. And yeah, she just waters it when it's starting to look a little sad. Just like any plant, some people are good at those plants. Just like spider plants. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're a peace li lily lover out there, 
that's the answer. And keep it away from your pets and toddlers, apparently. Um, okay, number four, which mistake do plant experts say probably accounts for more plant deaths than any other single issue? <laughs> I'm not even going to go with probably on this one. It does. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It does. So here are, the, uh, here are the potential answers. A lack of fertilizing is A, B, incorrect watering, C, too much air conditioning, or D, they've put into been put into a pot of the wrong size. I'm so going with incorrect watering. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Incorrect watering. I think that's a, the best answer as well. Uh, a lack of fertilizing. I, my plants are alive and I don't fertilize them, so it can't be that. Uh, <laughs> too much air conditioning. I have plants in my office. They're still alive, so it can't be that. Uh, and then they've been put into a pot of the wrong size. I don't really do that, but... I mean, I can't see it being as detrimental as incorrect watering because guess what? Just like plants and people, people, we all need water. Oh, absolutely. Water. And once again, a lot of times that can be corrected with proper watering. Like if you have a plant in too big of a pot, but you water it just right, it might, it probably has a better chance. That's a great point because it, the watering does become more of an issue you have to pay attention to if it's wrong. Oh, absolutely. Like there's nothing on this list that is great for plants, but yeah. but that was I'd say causes the most death. Absolutely, the biggest killer. So what the quiz is saying is suggesting is check each week how dry the soil is by testing it with your finger to your big knuckle, friends. Wiggle it down to your second joint, which is the big knuckle. I was not reading ahead. If the soil is dry, water it. <laughs> if it's wet, leave it alone. If it's just moist, check it again in a couple days. And of course, as we've discussed, that depends on the plant. Yes. So know where your plant came from. Absolutely. Start a spreadsheet. Yep. Well, or just be weird like me. Or just be weird like Amanda. <laughs> we think she's glorious. Gloriously weird. People get stuck in a routine, say watering every two weeks in winter, and then keep the same regime in summer when plants need no water, says plant whisperer Jason Chong. So... Pay water. Water your plants, people. Sue, do you want to read number five? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Your home has a bunch of different microclimates, and the survival of your indoor plants depends on them. When matching your plant to a microclimate, what are you looking for? A, light, heat, shade, airflow. B, light, heat, air, humidity, and airflow. C, heat, moisture, air, humidity and airflow d air humidity light dryness and airflow yeah i need to like look at that okay i feel like this is kind of a trick question because you know too. if somebody puts light heat shade now does shade fall under light well that's am what i, I overthinking thinking. it no because i was thinking that they as cross I was each other them. out right and same with like moisture and air humidity yeah because like i don't those. have a moist room in my house but I have rooms that are more like a bathroom is going to be more humid than my living room. Okay. So I think it's got to be B then, right? That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I'm, because it is a tricksy question. It is Air tricksy. humidity and dryness is the same. Yeah. Light and shade. Moisture and humidity is the other. same. Yeah. Okay. I'm picking B. Mm. Bing. Oh, we're right. Trixie Australian quiz. Yeah. Right? That was a tricky question <laughs> because all of them kind of were the same thing, just different order. Yeah. We had to really test our reading comprehension on this one and we did it. Yeah. It says, that's right. Light, air, heat, uh, sorry, light, heat, air, humidity, and airflow are on the microclimate checklist. All of a sudden I'm having terrible flashbacks to, you know, word problems and grade nine math. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt this question was. Yeah, like a train leaves the station at. I'm like, oh, no. But you know what? We did it, ladies. We're smart. Yeah. SMRT. Absolutely. We did it. <laughs> okay, who wants to read number six? All right, I got number six. Which of these plants should be kept away from pets and toddlers? A, asparagus fern. B, cannabis. C, aloe vera. D, all of the above. I mean, when there's all, all of the above, I'm inclined to choose it. At, like, B is a given. Oh, yeah. 
What? You don't give cannabis to toddlers? No. I actually seen a really funny Facebook post the other day. It was uh, somebody's mouse outside in their yard that had been eating leaves off the cannabis Oof. plant and would pass out. Eat until it passed out and then regain consciousness later and run off. And it came back? <laughs> Two days in a row. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, boy. That's so funny. There's like a whole market there. Because mice, mice don't have money. Because you could be like, hey, I, that's my new target market. But and I don't okay. Know. That's a I'm, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Chris has been drinking <laughs> <laughs> lots of coffee. <laughs> all uh, right. So, what are you guys thinking? Well, I think it's all of the above. I I also think that asparagus ferns are ugly. <laughs> My mom has one. His name is Gus, and he is actually quite amazing. Yeah. How big and full and everything he Maybe is. I've only ever seen not good ones, but I had one once, and it got sparse, and I gave it away. But asparagus ferns, I don't know if they're poisonous or not, but I'm going to picture that they are. And then aloe vera, I mean, we use a lot of aloe vera for um, medicinal purposes as well, sunburns, things like that. But at the same time, it's pretty pokey, and I don't think you should probably eat it. So I'm going to say all of the above. Well, and that's, see, the thing here that gets me, I'm like, okay, well, aloe is not poisonous, you know, I'd per se people eat it no i guess the question didn't ask what was poisonous it just said what should be kept away yeah so i i think it's another Mm. trick question yeah i'm gonna go they have aloe vera on there because it's pokey and i'm gonna say it's all of the above so the answer does say all of them are toxic in fact many popular household plants are toxic to toxic to cats, dogs, and even humans. So maybe in this case, and we can do a little bit more digging into it. I mean, aloe vera is something, maybe it's not toxic to humans, but maybe it is toxic to animals. Yeah, and I, I don't know enough about my poisonous plants. And my, my cat doesn't well, touch my plants. So. And there's different kinds of aloe vera. Like you can, I have like a few different kinds of aloe vera and only one kind's like the medicinal kind that you can use for sun Very true. and stuff. So... They didn't specify. We just automatically go to the kind that you can put on sunburns. I thought aloe vera was the one, like that. the vera part is like the name of the aloe. Just like if you get like a, I don't know, I used to have a bunch of aloes, like tiger aloe and um, snowball and there's a aloe pink and like, isn't the vera just like the kind? I'd have to look up the Latin name in order to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I think the vera is... The kind, like there's a couple different kinds in that. Like you have that stuff, the skinny, and then it pops babies up everywhere. And it's kind of long and skinny, but they're more fat and round. I have the kind that's flat and then they're a little bit sticky, on, like pokey on the edges, a little. 400 types of aloe vera. Yeah. So. That's a lot. So they both can be used. to the rescue. Yeah. So that's what I think with aloe vera was that there was more than one kind. So many. So many kinds. So many. Good call, Sue. Good call. Um, so don't let your pets eat those things. Don't let your toddlers eat them. Oh, yeah, right. Toddlers. I ate Azizi, as I was telling you girls earlier today. I I bit Azizi once. My friend's daughter bit into her, her Zizi, and she phoned me, and she was kind of panicked because her daughter was complaining about her tongue not feeling very good. So I didn't know. So I was like, well, I'm going to take a bite. And it's uh, spicy. It's very irritating. It's kind of kind of numbing but tingly and then kind of spicy and it doesn't taste very good so i don't think you'd you know munch on a whole plant i think that's poisonous like a, that sounds like a party poisonous. i'll skip yeah yep. it is poisonous i just wanted to see what it was like i'm weird like that um but yeah she ended up calling um poison control and they were like it's not it's just irritating like it's not gonna harm her because she just took a bite but yeah my tongue had an irritated spot for a couple days and then her daughter had because she was younger had it for about a day longer but I did bite it just because her daughter did. And I wanted to see what it was like. It's going to be a new game. Here, Sue, try this. Yeah. <laughs> please out there, listeners, I'm begging you. Please do not play that game. <laughs> please do not play that game. We are not endorsing eating plants. No, I'm just saying I have tried it. <laughs> uh, Number seven, plants may not have mouths and lungs like we do. Uh, If they did, can we just say that'd be terrifying? Little shop of horrors. <laughs> But they do need to breathe. What's the best way of helping them do that? <laughs> I love these answers. Hey, hey. <laughs> Let them go inside for a bit. Put a leash on them, take them for a walk. Oh, boy. B, wipe. The, can you? Okay, I just got a vision there of somebody with a like red wagon filled with plants taking them for a walk. 
where the plants are all like sad looking and it's like, do you need to go outside? And then they perk up a little bit like, yes, I need to go outside. Uh, B, wipe the leaves and consider popping them in the shower. C, make sure the soil is aerated regularly. Or D, all of the above. I'm going to go with all of the above again. I don't think you need to let them go outside for a bit. They're not like (laughs) going to not make it if you don't let them outside. But I think um, it it could help. Wiping the leaves off would help get the dust and everything off of them. Popping them in the shower helps. Give them a good rinse every once in a while. It's not too bad. Um, Flushes their soil and everything out. And um, making sure the soil is aerated. We talked about that before. Like if your soil is compact and you can't really stick your finger in and or your pencil or anything, it's hard. Or you then... decide to put the dreaded layer of sand on. Oh, yeah. Oof. yeah. Don't get me going on that. Yeah. So we've talked about that before. So I'm going to say all of the above once again. And also because I know that in the courses I teach, when it's exam time and it says all of the above, you always pick that. <laughs> Amanda, what do you think? Uh... I am going to go with B. Okay. Tell us about why. Um, well, we know that they don't necessarily... If you've got windows, your plants don't need to go outside. We, we do a very long winter here. <laughs> they don't need to have a bathroom break outside. <laughs> yeah, we, we go through very long winters here where we try desperately to keep our plants away from doorways. Like, it's just a thing. So, yeah, I... I Plants breathe through their leaves. Having clean leaves is the most important way to let your plant breathe. You know, soil aeration is good for roots, but it has nothing to do with plants breathing. That's true. So, so yeah, I, I am going to go with B. So I was going to go with C, and I, I guess I should still, because I should uh, approach this like I didn't hear, just hear what Amanda said, although now I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong. Um, cause it did, it felt right to think like, oh, the roots need to breathe to be able to absorb water. But yeah. So let's see what happens here. If I hit C. No, that's wrong. Yeah. I was wrong with D all of the above. So the reason why C was wrong. No, plants can't breathe at the tiny holes and their leaves get blocked by dust. So they need to be wiped off with a wet cloth or hosed outside every so often. It's officially called transpiration, but you know what we mean. Yeah, so I was wrong. I'm kind of sad that I was wrong about that. Amanda for the win. It, they're tricky questions. I like them. I like them, I like them yeah. a lot. Well, I kind of hate that second one still. <laughs> <laughs> Let them go outside for a bit cracks me up. Yeah, like I just pictured them like at the door, like like your dog. <laughs> well, and the reason why that's a great question is because, you know, we try to personify things. I think we kind of naturally try to, Think about a plant's feelings and its biology and we can somehow make those connections between people and plants. And so when you hear let them go outside for a bit, uh, to me, at least your mind immediately says, oh, that'd be so nice for them. And then I then I think about bugs. But, you know, <laughs> kind of if you're personifying your plants, that's absolutely you would consider doing. I think because a lot of people stick them outside in the rain. They're like, oh, it's raining out. Totally. I'll stick my plants outside. Well, that's the same as popping them in the shower and cleaning them off so that they can transpire. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just glad it didn't say wipe them with milk or mayo. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to know, is there anyone that's ever taken their plant for a walk? Like, have you ever like, I'm going to go for a walk with my I... little red wagon. <sighs> Dude, you take your their... plants camping. I, I do. I don't take them all. I just take one or two. Yeah, you still, you take your plants camping. You're not allowed to judge. (laughs) So tell us about question number eight. Question number eight. If you have a palm plant in the lounge room and the roots are starting to grow out its pots, drainage holes, what do you need to do for the plant? It's like a trick question. It's like so easy. You don't know. Should you... Let it live free and wild, and that's clearly an outside palm. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely yes. Do you get a bigger pot? It's looking for soil and nutrients. Add more dirt. <laughs> so it's like I just picture these little feelers coming out. Find the dirt. Um, Amanda's not saying anything. I was waiting for her to be like, it's not Feed dirt. Seymour. Uh, she said <laughs> dirt a couple episodes ago, so. Yeah, but it said add more dirt. 
Yeah. Okay. Or D. Soil. It's clearly doing well. Ease up on the watering and the fertilizing. That's hilarious. Hey, you're doing really great. Here's less food. And water. (laughs) And you know what? I'm just going to make it darker for you for a longer period of time because you're doing so good. So these were great answers. (laughs) I... I want to know, what are you guys going to pick? Uh, it's a tough call on this one, but I think <laughs> after some serious debate, I, I think I'm going to have to go with B. Oh, I kind of thought A. I was considering C. <laughs> I kind of like that. Let it live free and wild. That's clearly an outside palm. You're on your own now, bunk. <laughs> Just kick him right out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Empty nest syndrome. Your palm is gone. Bye, palm. Uh, yeah. Clearly get a bigger pot is the answer to this one. <laughs> And and even like when you click the answer, it just says, yeah, you need to get a bigger pot for it. Yeah. No I explanation mean, of anything. No, yeah. it's just like, what do you think? And here you go. Yeah. So that was kind of thrown in kind of funny. Love it. That's a great question. Uh, Amanda. Nine is yeah. another tricky one. All right. So here we go. Question nine. You can grow lots of edible things on your balcony, patio or windowsill from herbs, tomatoes and even garlic. And sorry, from herbs to tomatoes and even garlic and onion, which of the following statements is not true? Again, is not true. We have A, root vegetables can be grown in pots. B, you probably won't need to fertilize as much. C, light colored pots are better in sunnier spots than dark colored pots. D, Yields can be smaller from plants in pots. So this is which one is not true. Exactly. Which one of these is not true? This is a hard one. I'm going to say B because it's in a pot. So and it's watering and maybe it's outside and gets you get rain. And so it's going to flush nutrients out of the soil, maybe a little bit more when you have it in a pot. That's my reasoning for B. I actually don't know if root vegetables can grow in pots, but I can't see why they couldn't. Um, B makes sense to me as the thing that isn't true. C, if you have a dark colored pot in a sunnier spot, it gets hot. So I, oh my gosh, that could be the one that's not true. Oh no, that would be true because you want to have a light colored pot. You don't want the pot to get too hot. Sorry, I got mixed up there. And then yields can be smaller from plants and pots. I think that that's true. So I think that B is the answer. I'm going to have to agree on this one. You probably won't need to fertilize as much. Sue's exactly right. It's a smaller space. The nutrients gets flushed out more. I'm going to go with B. I'm clicking it. Clicking it. All right. Yeah. Ooh. We did it. Yeah. We're right. Yeah. I, I've grown root vegetables like potatoes and pots. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I grow them in the sun in black pots so that it gets toasty warm in that pot. <laughs> So the answer says, well done. That's right. The opposite is true. While plants differ depending on their species, you'll probably need to fertilize more regularly if you want to grow something to eat in a pot. Hungry plants can use use up the goodness in a pot of dirt, sorry, soil. growing medium soil fairly quickly. So that totally makes sense. And being that this is an Australian quiz, I can see why they would say light colored pots are better in sunnier yes. spots. Yeah, their sunny spots are probably not quite like our sunny spots. A little yeah, bit. like we're we're putting black pots in sunny spots trying to replicate an Australian shade. Yeah, exactly. So the next question is dependent on um, pictures. So maybe I'll try to quickly describe those pictures. One is a fern of some sort. Number two, I had, don't have the first clue what that thing is. The, <laughs> the leaves kind of look like a bunch of uh, lily pads, maybe mm. on a vine. They're a little bit variegated, kind of pointy at the ends. Puffy almost looking. Almost heart-shaped. Yeah. I think they're, they fall in like the arrowhead plant family. I can't remember what the technical name for those are. It starts with an A. Um, but I think it might fall in that. Number three is a, is a kind of alocasia, I think. Um, and I can describe it as a dark leaf with white uh running down its major veins i guess you could say and it is like a shield shape and then number four is a stem of leaves that are offset on each side so there's a leaf a space a leaf a space a leaf a space side to side and it looks like a fairly stiff stem i think it looks kind of like a zz plant stem i think you gave it away alternate oh (laughs) 
Well, you started talking about leaves. the question. You started talking about the they questions. Are alternate <laughs> ovate leaves. Alternate ovate leaves. Okay, cool. You should have so, read the question before you describe the plants. I did read the question, <laughs> didn't I? Nope. Oh, how well do you know your indoor plant names? What are the common names of these indoor plants? So there's the pictures that we've described. Uh, and then um, A is, so it actually lists all four. Uh, so the answer A is a lemon button fern or lemon buttons. Number this picture number two is green heart slash marbled hearts. Picture number three, Amazon elephant's ear. Picture number four, rainforest guitar plant. Um, I think we can eliminate that one. Yeah, I'm saying no on that one. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so B, the potential answers are maidenhair fern. Uh, number two, arrowhead plant. Number three, Swiss cheese or fruit salad plant. Number four, Zanzibar gem or ZZ plant. So we know that number four is a ZZ plant. I think. Absolutely. I, yeah. Number Sorry. four is without a doubt a ZZ. No, no, that's, it's all good. Oh. That one's pretty obvious. Um, but I don't believe that number three is a Swiss cheese plant. Now we have to remember that common names are dependent on region. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So let's look at uh, option C then. So C is saying number one is that lemon button fern. Uh, saying number two is an arrowhead plant. Number three, an Amazon elephant's ear. And number four, a Zanzibar gem or ZZ plant. And I'm gonna read number I'm gonna read option D as well. Option D, lemon button fern, uh, would be number one. Number two, arrowhead plant. Number three, Swiss cheese or fruit salad plant. Number four, Zanzibar gem or ZZ plant. So we know it's probably B, C, or D. I think I I have a choice I would make. I'm going C. I'm going C. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Because I gave everybody the answers because <laughs> I didn't read what the question was when you're describing the plant. Uh, so that is totally right. Um, I've actually never heard of a lemon button fern. I don't know ferns. Fern. And again, like uh, we might know a lemon button fern as a different kind. Totally. I have no idea what a lemon button fern is. I've heard of lemon is. button fern before. And what they're describing as an Amazon elephant's ear, um, it it kind of looks like an African mask, but maybe not as dark black, I guess. Well, African mask is a common name. Yeah. So it may be that in Australia, they're referred to as elephants here. And I've heard African mask referred to as elephants here yeah. before. Oh, okay. I cool. have too before. Yeah. And like arrowhead plants, I'm not familiar with them at all. Uh, quite often you'll hear people here say uh, arrowhead vine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. That was a... Uh... That was a fun question. And it is interesting thing, like learning about what other people call these plants. Um, and it makes it challenging for us too <laughs> because we don't always know what they're going to call those plants. But you can apply a little bit of your knowledge and take a, take a big swing and guess. So I got 9 out of 10. So did I. Yeah, I got 9 out of 10. It doesn't tell me what I got. You got to scroll back up to the top. Oh. Because oh, I think I, I clicked two wrong. So I think I got eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I think we did pretty good considering. Absolutely. There were some tricky questions. There was. They were awesome. I really enjoyed that. Totally. So that was our random plant quiz uh, episode, and we hope you enjoyed that. If you find a quiz that you think would be hilarious for us to do, of course it has to have a plant component, but do send it to us because um, these are fun for us to do, and we like it when we don't even read the quiz. Sometimes the only yeah. reason why we have to look at it is if there's pictures, then that makes it a little bit trickier. Or you can actually go online and make quizzes as well. So if you were oh, to nice. make us, yeah, if you were to make us a quiz, send it over, uh, and maybe we'll do that on the air. Be I think that'd be really funny. Oh yeah, absolutely, totally. Want to say thanks to everyone for listening. We uh, are online. If you want to send us those plant quizzes that you're gonna make. We have uh, a Facebook account, facebook.com slash fancy plants podcast. Find us on Instagram, Instagram, uh, at, ins- wow, at fence, I need another coffee, at fancy plants podcast. And you can email us social at fancyplantspodcast.com. You know what, ladies? I think we'll do a random episode for the next episode. Sounds like fun. I like random. Everyone's just going to have to wait and see what we do. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you again for listening. We will see you next week when we are talking plants. Bye. Bye. Plants. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green on.
great class. Mm-hmm. The fancy plans. Oh, yeah. 